0: Welcome to episode 43 of In Touch with iOS, a podcast that talks about iPhone, iPad, Apple Watch, Apple TV, and related technologies, plus tips, apps, and gear. I am your host, Dave Ginsberg, and my guest this week is Mr. Mike LaPlante, that former podcaster I used to work with. How you doing, Mike?
1: I'm doing very good, David, and yourself?
0: Doing great. I'm so glad you're here, and uh, I'm real excited to dig in and talk a little bit of iOS stuff with you. We've been we had been meaning to do this for a long time and, uh, then, then things changed with you and, uh, yes, that's for sure. Um, and, uh, and, uh, d- it definitely, uh, went, uh, a little different than what you, what you had been doing. So, uh, we could elaborate later if you choose, so choose. Okay. Um, but, uh, I wanted to uh, touch base and let everybody know what we're going to talk about today. Uh, we've got a lot of news stories. There's a lot of releases that have just happened, uh, as we record this, uh, with uh, with iOS and with you know, the watch and everything else, and uh, throughout a couple topics here, I thought we had some good stuff. And I always try to I'm kind of making this kind of the uh, normal uh, thing I do with first time guests. And you are a first time guest on my show, and I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, we're gonna ask you what you do with your iOS devices. I asked that last week above of my guests, and we're gonna keep doing this. And then. Uh, another topic music and ios you're you're a musician i thought it'd be a great discussion we could have about music services with music in general and how it uh, affects ios and we'll, we'll dig a little deeper with a couple other topics and then some apps and gear and then you know we'll just do our thing here so um so first story was uh which was not surprising is uh ios 12.1.1 came out um we have a link in the show notes on nine to five Mac and some of the different updates that came out twelve 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 one one for iOS and then tvOS and we uh, of course Mac and then the HomePod even actually uh, uh, was uh, updated too. Um, does anything cut your eye with uh, with uh, with this uh, the story? I guess we could call it.
1: Oh, absolutely! I, I, yeah. Honestly, I never expected it to come out today. I thought it was going to be next yeah. week myself. Um, yeah, same here. And it, it's interesting that. They actually in these point, you know these. Uh, I, I consider these like security updates. That's the uh, right point, point. uh update, and this is twelve point one point one, and this is the point one at the end of that. And normally you don't see too many uh, features, but sometimes they promise features that didn't make it into the first release or even in the in the update of twelve point one. That sometimes they'll throw those in there. It's kind of like. Uh, fulfilling a promise i guess i don't know that any of these fall into that category or not uh the the first one uh that did catch my eye was the fact of notification preview did they not have that on the 10r the people who had the 10rs uh,
0: yes i guess not i mean I'm, i'm not a 10r user and uh but uh i guess they did not have that uh so it's back with the uh with the uh especially with uh the haptic uh, touch feature to expand the notifications which you couldn't do in on the 10r because uh that device was a little different and there must have been some reason why they cut some costs when, <laughs> for the 10r versus the 10s and, the and 10S what, what are
1: you rocking these days david
0: i have the tennis max and uh it's a quite an awesome phone and uh it uh it really it i'm I've been very happy with it uh I like the larger size I was used to larger size from the iPhone 8 and uh, from the iPhone 7 plus and eight plus uh so uh yeah that that that's rocking pretty well for me um but cool. uh, uh yeah other things they did is uh I guess they're upgrading cosmetics with uh, things like the Apple watch icon app and yeah you know, I love I love when I read through some of these release notes it's like uh, there's a, there's a pretty little icon here now.
1: It's Um, a lot of information (laughs) can be withheld in that in those little icons.
0: This is is true. This is true. So, um, one of the things that did stand out, and I did talk about this on the last episode, is about um, uh, the eSIM and uh, Google Fi had uh, decided to open up their service to the iPhone, and I we talked about it at great length last week. Um, but uh, now this is official dual SIM. Where you, I mean, we're gonna. When I wanted, I would brought bring that into an uh, actual topic coming up here a little bit. Okay. Uh, for additional carriers now available, you can use the dual SIM, and we'll talk about that with the eSIM and and the regular SIM here. So, um, one of the complaints, and I'm glad they did this, is the FaceTime call. You can uh, it's a one tap flip between the rear and the front ca- uh, facing cameras, which I guess they didn't have. We didn't have that before. Previous well, it was version. just
1: the. the- they just kind of redid the whole interface in the yeah. iOS 12, and then it it was I think three taps for you to get to the flip your camera button, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is a little bit much. Um, and so yeah, I'm glad they they put that front and center.
0: Yeah, me too. Um, Real time text. There's an interesting feature. I might go tap into that in a different a later episode here, um, which allows during Wi-Fi calling on an iPad or an iPad Touch where you actually can be. Uh, real-time texting somebody while you're talking to them, um, between devices. So we'll explore that a little further. Uh, and, uh, lots of other things that of course, uh, the fixes, bugs, all that fun stuff. They, uh, they did that. Uh, the HomePod got hits update as well. I just, I just updated it a little while ago and, uh, there really isn't wasn't a huge uh, uh, huge thing other than it was su- support to the mainland China and and, and Hong Kong and the, and the LED illuminates during group FaceTime calls. Oh, boy, exciting. Um and uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> but uh, it, it, uh, it 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 was a good an update and then that was that was the day before, and then of course today the uh, the Apple Watch 5.1.2 came out. Uh, today and uh, i just updated it and the big exciting thing about that is the ecg app and allows you to be able to do uh at a trigger full fibrillation and sinus rhythm uh and measure your heart rate at a more deeper level it's pretty slick uh it's pretty slick uh, do you have an apple watch
1: i do but i don't have the current generation of apple watch
0: right you got the assist series three we'll talk yeah. about what you what you have in a minute here okay um but uh yeah, this, this was pretty exciting, and a lot of people were waiting for it, and uh, a lot of demos out there, a lot of videos. We'll have links in the show notes of uh, what caught, caught our eyes as far as uh, what it does, and basically what you do is you hold, you, you open up the, uh, the app, and you hold your finger on the crown for 30 seconds, and it gives you a nice uh, reading of what your heart rate is and uh, if there's anything irregular in your heart rhythm, and I was, I'm happy to say it, I was fine. <laughs> so
1: I'm I'm happy you're you're healthy
0: yes, over there, Dave. Yes, yes. So uh, so that was uh, that was another one uh, that that they talked about. Um, and uh, other one that kind of caught my eye was uh, the fact that uh, Apple had not been selling the uh, USB C uh, power adapter for the iPad Pro, uh, which uh, which was kind of surprising. Uh, but now they have started beginning to sell the 18 watt USB uh, C power adapter separately for both. Uh, for the iPhones and iPads. I don't know if you necessarily, well, I guess you could use it because uh, if you have a, a USB C to Lightning cable, which uh, only which
1: Apple makes those.
0: Uh, for now, they're going to be now. making. I think they're going to be pretty making pretty soon. But you can uh, use this charger to charge um, your iPhone too, if you have that cable. Which, of course, I have. You know me; <laughs> I have to have everything. Gotta have it. <laughs> well, it was important because I wanted to be able to charge my uh, iPhone uh, with uh, with my iPad, and that was the whole reason of being able to do that. Because you can charge your iPad, uh, your iPhone with your iPad Pro, 11, 11 inch, uh, using the USB C. So, uh, so. That was another news story, and uh, you threw out this story. I'll let you uh, kind of leave with it. This was on CNET, um, and uh, I did not go look real super close to it, but, uh, oh, yeah, Apple, Apple may be working on a new bedit sleep monitor. That's, that is that yeah. is awesome. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, well, this is one aspect of uh, Apple's uh, health uh, yeah. strategy. Mm-hmm. Um and when they first bought the company, I, I thought this is great, but I was really uh, interested in to see if they were going to use the same kind of technology that Bedded had initially put in their product, and that is a uh, some kind of sensor, like a ribbon that goes yeah. between your sheets and your mattress. And yeah, it's yeah. it's basically uh, sensors that uh, track your uh, emotion and your stillness, I guess you'd say. Uh, and there's other aspects of the product. Mm-hmm. Uh, program that allowed them to track your sleeping in a, in a comprehensive yeah. way, which sleep is really important. And it as, is as, important. as we get older, uh, even from teenager to adulthood, adulthood into later sure. adulthood, uh, these, uh, this type of information can be really important to figure out if you're uh, getting enough sleep for one thing and what kind of quality of sleep. You can be in bed for 10 hours and, and only yeah. have five hours of decent sleep. Right. Uh, so, uh, and, and you may not even know it. You may have like some kind of sleep disorder, like apnea or something like that, sure, that sure. Uh, prevents you from getting a good night's sleep. So, uh, what we found out is that uh, Apple put in a, a patent, which of course is they put in thousands of patents. They do, and <laughs> it doesn't necessarily mean anything's going to be happening with it. But this is a, a pretty focused uh, technology. Uh, that is centered around a, tech, a company that they bought. So yeah. this isn't so much pie in the sky that we're going to cover all our bases. That's the, They do a lot of those kind of patent filings. But this is more of a, we bought this company and now we're rejigging it to make it Apple-like or to fit into our eco- ecosystem with everything else that we're doing, uh, health-based. So uh, it doesn't it's not too heavy on specifics, but the fact that uh, we have actually heard something from Apple on their uh, sleep monitoring strategy, it's a good sign that probably something is going to be coming out in the near future to yeah. you know round out that aspect of their uh, whole health uh, thing that they're they're really working hard at.
0: No, yeah, and that just keeps going and going. I mean, even beyond health, uh, all the other health items they're doing. I know uh, the big the big request was obviously being able to measure blood sugar levels for diabetics. I know that's uh, got to be uh, something that's on the, on the, the, the radar if that's uh, closer than it is uh, farther away. Uh, so yeah, sure. I, I, lo- I love Apple is just doing such a great job with this stuff and then just Become makes the Apple Watch even more and more valuable. Really does. Really, you know, so yeah. If, if and it, what, for what it measures.
1: And uh, I always like I always like to figure out how certain things that Apple does. How does it figure into the bigger strategy uh, from going to a hardware solely a solely hardware company into right. something more uh, uh, service based.
0: Right, right, right. So it just it just keeps going, and then yeah. Apple will keep going. No, no, looking at the stock market though, you, you know, because the stock market's been dropping like a rock lately, and I'm I'm sitting, st- I'm sitting uh, uh, tight with uh, with Apple. I'm not I'm, I'm not gonna sell, sell off like a lot of these people are, uh, but uh, I think well, everything is being of, affected though, right? I mean, the whole market is, and and, yeah. and, and, and and this is the type of stuff that should just hold hold Apple steady for what they're they're keeping their focus on, so. Um, uh, so I'm uh, I'm pretty excited about that. Hopefully nobody heard that crazy n- noise that when I opened up the CNET. But I don't know if you heard that, but
1: I didn't uh, hear a, I uh, didn't hear a thing, David.
0: Okay, good because I don't like CNET. They have all those popover music videos that drive me crazy. Uh, but I think it was okay. So. Okay. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so uh, like I said, let's move on to our topics and tips here. And uh, the first uh, first thing I like to talk about is with my guests. And when uh, especially ones who are their first time here on the show is. Uh, what you use your iOS? What you use your iOS is for, and what do you have? And, uh, so tell us though. What uh, you asked me, I have my, I have the iPhone uh, uh, XS Max, which everybody knows. I keep repeating myself every week. But what do you have as far as your devices? I
1: still have my iPhone X. Okay, good. Yeah, I see. For myself, I always uh, right by the device that I, I'm using, yeah. and uh, that kind of keeps things um, open for me as far as going with whatever carrier I want to go with. Sure. Um, and in Canadian dollars, my iPhone 10 last year cost me over $2,000.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: So Can
0: Imagine what this this XS Max is up there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh yeah, that's yeah a couple hundred dollars more than uh, two thousand dollars. But anyway, so for me to recoup any uh, enough money for me to justify upgrading right away, uh, I'm kind of glad there was nothing super compelling about the iPhone yeah. XS um, to to make me uh, have to have it. You know what I mean?
0: No, no, there wasn't. Um, I, mean, I mean, had the ten, and I just you know I'm the upgrader. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Call me crazy.
1: Uh, no, no I, I call that's exactly this is the very first year ever since the well not the very first iPhone because that wasn't available in Canada, but since the 3gs uh, I've been I gotten a new phone every year so okay. so I, I was I was somewhat saddened that I couldn't uh, do my regular upgrade but at the same time uh, smart. <laughs> well it, it's Apple the way that they're they're pricing within the last I, I, I kind of analyze you know from the seven to the 10 to the 10s cycle, the the rate of increase of the price of the iPhone, specifically the iPhone, it's it's been pretty insane, if you ask me.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, I agree. It's just, uh, just every year, it's it's been interesting. And there's been discussion. I talked about it last week. Uh, you know, they're saying that Apple, that the Apple, the the iPhone 10R is selling great, but then. You're hearing, you're seeing all these new deals now that they're they're selling the, uh, the they're offering trade-ins for up to three hundred dollars on some um, of the older phones uh, when you trade it in. I mean, when I when I traded in uh, my iPhone ten, it was uh, I got over five hundred dollars for it. So, uh, but that still hasn't that still doesn't recoup what you paid for originally for it. So, but of course, I'm on the iPhone upgrade program every year, so uh, I'm basically renting the phone. So, I after a year, I can just turn it in and uh, uh, just get the new one. So. Um, and do uh, you have an iPad, I assume?
1: Uh, I have the second-generation iPad Pro. Uh, okay, great. 12-inch or 11.9-inch, whatever.
0: Oh, 12.9-inch. 12.9,
1: okay. 12.9, thank you very much. I was thinking that doesn't okay. sound right. right.
0: <laughs> and, you, and you're happy with that device? Because I, I did look at the uh, – I talked about that before. We, I did look at the 12.9-inch uh, uh, for the, the new generation, and it. I was tempted. But you're liking this big one?
1: I like it. Uh, the size of it for sure. For one thing, um, I don't own a television set.
0: Ah, that's right.
1: So uh, it is uh, the the device that uh, my wife and I tend to uh, consume most of our video content on.
0: Okay.
1: So um, there's that. Uh, Plus it, it, for me, I, I definitely use it uh, much like a computer when I'm away. I take and take it places like I'm going on a trip to Toronto, and I like to bring that with me along with a Bluetooth yeah. keyboard and uh, sure. yeah, and it helps me uh, get the ideas down that I want to get. Uh, for the most part, anyway, uh, n- no video editing or uh, right. not, I wouldn't even run Photoshop on it. Uh, the the iOS version of the yeah, well, Adobe the, stuff.
0: The new version should be, might be interesting. We'll see how when they re- finally release that, uh, the full-out version of it. Uh,
1: it later. will be interesting. Uh, I, just recently, I, I uh, started using Photoshop again on my Mac. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I tried Affinity Photo forever because it has a lot of similarities to Photoshop, a lot of the same yeah. keyboard shortcuts. But the workflow that you get used to on Photoshop, and I've been using Photoshop for uh, since the 2.5 version, sure,
0: sure, long time.
1: Yeah, and uh, I got certified in it, and uh, you know, I used it okay. on a regular basis for some consulting work I did. So I'm really, really familiar. I have, you know, it's just deep down, uh, sure, way that you use a specific program. Uh, so going to Affinity, I thought, you know, it was, for one, it's 50 bucks. How can you go wrong? Well, yeah, you can right. go wrong because you can't get stuff done at the same pace that you would normally. Right, right. So I, I. I forked over whatever it is the 20 bucks a month that uh it costs to rent adobe photoshop and uh i have to admit i'm digging it because uh, d- doing what i'm going to be doing in the future which I will maybe talk about at the end of the show i really need to have some graphics happening yeah, and then yeah. i just don't have time to you know monkey around uh on something that i'm not really all that familiar with
0: that's true yeah and especially you, you your endeavor we'll talk about later is uh yeah you want you, you want you want to use something that you're already familiar with and comfortable with so right but i make sense
1: I, I hate renting software though.
0: <laughs> that i was wondering uh, you you read my mind i was going to ask you that question because that's always the the toughest uh, discussion with anybody with uh, when it comes to uh, creative cloud is you have to rent the gosh darn software for any time you want to use it so but the. People do it. That's, yeah. That's, that's, uh, well, that's how Adobe is, unfortunately. So
1: One thing I, I guess I, I don't mind about it is the fact that I know there's going to be lulls in my need for it. So sure. as, as I see, I'm not going to be using it. Well, then you, yeah. you can just cut it off, right?
0: That, that's true. Uh,
1: it's that's not true. like you're signed up for a, like a, a contract of any kind. You just stop paying the money and then you say, I'm done using it. And then, you know, you, you move on and use what you've created uh, yep. to the best of your ability, I guess. So uh, yeah, there's there's pros and cons to all that, I guess.
0: Yeah, and like I said, yeah, that sounds like you're you're really enjoying the 12.9, and that's that's awesome. That uh, you you're you're you have more power than me to not have a TV. So. hey, uh, <laughs> yeah. 12.9 inch that's a great ipad to watch anything on it really
1: well there's there's, yeah. there's the whole sports thing right obviously if you're that's watching right. a football game or a hockey game which is the two sports that i'm into uh it, it, it doesn't have quite the same immersion as uh you know let's say a 50 60 inch television set but yeah that's how, true how big is your tv dave
0: Well, I got a 65-inch down in my basement here, and I got a 32-inch sitting next to to my right here as I talk to you in my podcast studio, and uh, uh, I got a 55-inch in my bedroom, so (laughs) (laughs) So that's like I said, I don't know how how I could not have a TV. I'm crazy. Well, the 55-inch in the bedroom is a little bit of overkill, but we just kind of rotated that one up to the bedroom when uh, I upgraded to the 65-inch curved uh, uh, Samsung uh, that I have downstairs, so uh, but yeah, it's it's tough <laughs> it's tough so we uh <laughs> yeah <laughs>
1: okay
0: well we uh you know we we have a service through our through our cable provider comcast and uh they just offered us uh they just offered me and I took it is the the gigabit uh internet speed so i'm uh, i'm very excited about that and, uh, in fact there's already problems with it because it's not fast enough for me you know i'm getting 5 500 gigabit, megabit speeds and you know for most people that's pretty awesome but hey, I'm paying for it. I want my one gigabit. Darn, gosh darn it! Well, how are they uh, doing that though, David? Um, as far as the gigabit, yeah, uh, there are they, the 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 pipes that are here in the in the Chicago area are, are have increased. I mean, they've done a, a much better job of of uh, getting it increased uh, in in the uh, in the area. So, um, so it's just, fiber though they have fiber available but this is still over the coax and they still can transmit the uh, the speeds over the coax from what they told me i mean they've offered me the service otherwise so if if i will find out when my, my our tech comes on uh, this saturday to to turn around and say no well you can't do this because All right. okay well then you're better, better give me my money back <laughs>
1: Yeah, you you want to get what you're paying for, right? Obviously, if there's exactly. people, if, that's, you're, that's, if you're paying for gigabit, you obviously know what gigabit means, and uh, exactly. I really want exactly.
0: <laughs> exactly. Well, that's a whole other topic of uh, off that. But uh, you you also have an Apple Watch, right? You said you have the Series Three.
1: I have the Series Three, and yeah. I am, I'm definitely interested in getting the Series Four, just for the hard stuff alone. Right, right. Uh, myself, I suffer from uh, PACs. If anybody knows what those are, those mm-hmm. it's it's a, a regular heartbeat. Uh, sometimes they're worse than other times, depending on, I have no idea. I wish I knew, uh, it, it could be the weather, it could be the amount of exposure I am to the sun or my diet. I have no idea what it really causes it and they don't really know either, yeah. Yeah. but it, it'd be nice for me to uh, keep an eye on that situation, um, using the watch alone. I mean, that seems really cool. However, uh, the Apple watch for uh, Series series fours they sell in Canada are not, Santa? no, no, they're not approved.
0: Oh, they're approved.
1: That's right. So it's a health thing. So it's they, got to go through some bureaucratic health stuff. The Ministry of Health over here has to approve it. Yeah. And it's got to get tested and all that kind of stuff. But I live very close to an Apple store say, in Detroit.
0: You could sneak across the border. and <laughs> Yes, there's <laughs> no, no sneaking. There's no sneaking. It's or, you know the I mean? watch That's back. Sneaking the watch back with you. <laughs> uh, you know, oh, sir, I've had it on my wrist. I mean, you know, it's okay. Uh,
1: So, yeah, that, that, I plan on going over there and, and grabbing one. Uh, so probably within the next uh, le- in less than a month for sure.
0: Good, good deal. Yeah, no, you definitely be a candidate for that. Especially if you want to be monitoring your heart uh, rate even more. So, so yeah. Um, so of course you don't have any Apple TVs because you don't have TVs to, to, to plug into them. So uh, no, I don't. <laughs> uh, did you get the HomePod at all?
1: I do have one HomePod. That's um, yeah, so how do I? Like I told you, I, don't, I guess I was talking to you before the show that we did a, yeah. a Reno in uh, the place that is now my studio. Right. I guess, yeah. um, and I used to have Sonos in here.
0: Oh yes, yes.
1: And I could not get the uh, the, the bridge software to run properly. Hmm. Uh, to listen to other, you know, just to airplay it. Uh, the workaround that this got some developer who does not pay attention to his customers. Yeah. Um, because I, I couldn't get it to work, and he did, gave me no support. I asked for a refund, never got a, a reply back. I, and he uses a separate company for the payment uh, thing. I forget oh, who it was. Right. And they said they couldn't get a refund, uh, give me a refund until he authorizes it or something. His this person, I don't even know if it's a he or not, but um, <laughs> whoever it is who wrote that software. So I'm really disappointed that I yeah. can't use the, the my Sonos that I have, which is not compatible with the AirPlay 2. Mm, right, so I'm right. thinking I'm thinking I'm gonna sell them and get another home pod okay. even okay. even though this one home pod that I have does fill this room nicely um I might put the other one like just in another room on the other side of the house or something it's amazing how the oh, yeah. these home pods really know their surroundings and 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 put the sound where it's got to be um, oh, i'm yeah. amazed I'm amazed at that and of course the uh the Far field um, microphone technology that they use—it's
0: like, insane. I know.
1: I'm like at the <laughs> other end of my house. My HomePod's up in my no. bedroom, and I'm—I yell mm-hmm. at. I, you don't have to yes. yell at it. You just talk, and it's just, yeah, hey, I hear you.
0: She says, "Mm-hmm."
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can barely hear her.
0: I mean, we've we—I just uh, discovered that the Wemo, which is the Belkin plug, I had sitting on my shelf in the box because it was Amazon. I was like, I don't want to deal with this. I wanted to, I wanted to be I wanted to be a part of the Apple ecosystem. So, uh, I, I'm I'm reading because the uh they were they they were selling them they were they were on sale on Amazon and for like 21 bucks. I'm like oh that's cheap. But and, and I said oh, I already have one. It but it only works with them. Am- only works with Amazon. But no, sure enough they they had they had a firmware upgrade for it and now it works with HomeKit. I'm like oh sweet. So I was able to hook up that to one of the lamps downstairs in my living room area and then. Uh, we have another one which was which what I knew was which is the Eve um, Elgato uh, device that uh, plug to our Christmas tree. So all I have to do is ask her to on the on the HomePod uh, to hey turn on my Christmas tree, and it's, <laughs> it freaks me out. I was like, this is great, turns the Christmas tree on and off. I don't I can I don't have to, and she hears me on the HomePod, so I don't have to scream into my iPhone in order for it to, to ask hey you to to do it. So
1: that's very uh, nice.
0: But uh, yeah, home. I have not dabbled into much home automation, but uh, there's there's a lot a lot of stuff is on this market now that you can really you can get get involved with that. That's a whole that's another topic. I probably should I should look for another episode to talk about with that. So.
1: Absolutely, you want to get uh, someone who I had on HR Radio, uh, Richard Gunther. You should get him on the show. Yeah. he's a, the yeah. home automation guru.
0: Yeah, we'll have to have to have to uh, hook me up with him. We'll uh, see if he'll come on the show. So
1: absolutely. Uh,
0: but, uh, yeah, that's, that's another great topic. So, but it sounds like you're, uh, that's why I had you on the show because you're the Apple guy like I am. So <laughs> we, we love our Apple stuff and, uh, and uh, even Mac as well. We go with them um, and uh, we, we, we love it all and it's hard not to, to be immersed into it. So, um, Good to hear. So now let's uh, let's immerse yourself even more with another <laughs> topic. I know you would love because uh, you're a musician, and uh, yeah, uh, and uh, I wanted to, uh, to to see what you thought or your thoughts were with the music and iOS. Um, do you are you a subscriber to Apple Music?
1: I use Apple Music, yes, I do.
0: You are so, yep. you had, you, so you have the subscription, which I I love it. I mean, I know what your thoughts are on it, but uh, I think it's a great service. I think
1: but, it. It is good, it, especially if you use it a lot. It it, nope. it really, uh, it figures out what your tastes are. There's many times that I'll just ask my HomePod to play a, a station based on this one song.
0: Right.
1: And the job that it does, like, and maybe if I'm home all day uh, on a Saturday or something, and just the, the way it stays on track to that first song that you played, you know, hours ago, uh, really blows my mind.
0: Yeah, no, it 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 it, it really is. Uh, it's just very very impressive, of like you said, it, it just knows your tastes and knows uh, where, where where to go. Your favorites, miss it. Just it just amazes me. Um, you know, when they see a, a playlist that I've created, and then they say, "Oh well, you like this playlist. Uh, maybe you like this." Yeah, exactly. And, but and and, and and the suggestions are just are pretty awesome.
1: Most of the time, sometimes. It- It it, it tries to think you're going somewhere. Like it, 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 it thinks you picked that song for one reason. And then there's oftentimes I'll ask it to do what I just said but yeah. then I'll have to skip ahead a couple times cause it'll get too whatever it'll get too jazzy or too soft or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And and I'll have it skip a, a couple songs and it'll never go back to that uh, very specific genre or whatever it was, you know? So you, it it can learn right on the spot by you just hitting the skip. Like, I don't re- want to hear that.
0: Yeah, no, no, I agree with you. And, uh, and having the home pod is even more of a uh, beautiful thing to being able to listen to music and, uh, and uh, being able to uh, uh, really enjoy it, not just necessarily on your iOS device, and, and uh, you have both your iPad and your iPhone. So, uh, what kind what kinds of music do you like? You're the more rock kind of guy, or
1: um, uh, you know I I don't like much rap. Uh, yeah. I don't like new country. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. But besides that, I can listen to pretty much anything. I'm in the mood for, you know, anything else at any yeah. given time. But as far as what the music I grew up with was uh, Motown and uh, sure, and, and, and Soul and, of course, the, the classic rock stuff. When that's first, yeah, you know, true. when FM first started happening, that's, right, how, right. that's how old I am.
0: Well, okay, <laughs> when, we're not what, too far apart, my friend. <laughs> so <laughs> I
1: remember um, when FM first started coming out and you could hear stuff in stereo. It, was, it, was, yeah, uh, it um, blew my okay. mind and we were listening to, you know, uh, Yes. And uh,
0: oh gosh, Led Zeppelin, Zeppelin,
1: uh, Pink Floyd, Super Tramp
0: was my band. I like Super Tramp.
1: Super Tramp was another very well produced band out there that was very easy to listen to on a stereo set of headphones, that's for sure.
0: Put that crime to century album on, I could just listen to the whole thing and just just kick back.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, uh,
0: so um, I have dabbled uh, dabbled a little bit into the other services, so like Spotify. Um,
1: oh, me too, for sure
0: and uh, i mean i wasn't hugely impressed with them um, i bet I, I mean I, I they have a nice uh, they have a nice app and they interface it nicely i believe you can uh, they've gotten better with the home pod where you can you you can inter- interface it so you could you could get the music to play um did, were you a subscriber I'm, I'm not anymore i was at one point but yeah
1: well uh, again living in canada um
0: Oh, that's right. Why do I keep forgetting it? Your limit, your some of your limitations. I'm right. So, so
1: Spotify was available to me before Apple Music was. So that's Spotify true. came because Spotify was the king of streaming music. I, they, it still may be in terms of the number of uh, subscribers I have, but I, I'm not right. exactly. I haven't. I've lost track of that uh, race. Right. Um, but uh, yeah. So I used Spotify for over a year okay. only because I had to. I guess uh, that was the only reason. And even then. Um, I started use, after I got out of Spotify, I don't know, maybe it was maybe it's the other way around. I started using Google music, which I also liked. Right. Um, cause there was a period of time there where I, I was, uh, using two phones. I had a, a Nexus back in the day. Oh yeah. And uh, so, so I was I have, using I have one of those. Yeah. They were, I thought they were decent phones for the time that we were, they they were around. Um, so I was using their uh, music service as well because it, it was pretty, it's pretty much interchangeable. There's. As far as those, uh, Spotify, Google Music, and uh, Apple Music, they pretty much have all the music, I want to say. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple other services out there that aren't uh, like Amazon's uh, offering. Yeah, the- Amazon Prime, yeah. They don't have every single artist and there's no. songs song, songs, on albums that you can't play every single song on the album for whatever. There's licensing reasons, right? right. So, um, but obviously being in the Apple ecosystem myself, Apple Music is super easy. Like, you know, just telling, right. telling a... Just in the middle, you just feel like you're in the mood for this kind of music. You say, I want to hear this one song, because it's in my head, and that's the kind of mood I'm in. I just blurt out a sentence, and the next yeah. four hours are filled with music based on that.
0: <laughs> there you go. It's a, it just it, it it still, just on a lyric. Time, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just on a lyric, yeah. Uh, so uh, I just stopped putting the notes here. Uh, I, I forgot about that, you know, because Apple not, just recently uh, bought Shazam. Um, I don't know if you've used that service or not with Apple Music, but uh, it... Uh, it definitely was an interesting uh, buy, and uh, it kind of incorporates to what Siri really does is uh, you were able to put your phone up to wh- whatever song's playing and it'll tell you what it's pl- what, what song's playing. So
1: Right. I, I believe Apple or yeah, Apple was licensing the technology. Right, just like they were licensing uh, whatever dictation they were from Dragon Software back in the day. Now that's all been totally melted into the into the operating system of everything, the Mac OS and, right. the, and the iOS as well. Uh, yeah. So Shazam, yeah, yeah, very cool that you can just ask your phone, "What song am I listening to?" Or even ask HomePod if it's playing a song that you are that's digging true. that it just threw on. Say, "What the heck is this?"
0: What song is this? Yeah, and it's, it's going to be incorporated. Because I mean they. If they haven't already ingra- integrated it, uh, it it's going to be there. Uh, but, but there's a separate app, too, that's been out. Gosh, I remember it. That was the first app I downloaded when I had my uh, my first iPhone. I mean, Shazam, you know, this is so cool. I can listen to find out what song is playing.
1: Exactly. And, and I'm kind of curious why they – like there's some – apps that they bought that immediately after they bought it, they got rid of it. And then you never right. even saw a hide or hair of it for maybe a year or whatever. And then all of a sudden you realize, Oh, they're using uh, that one or two features within the operating system where Shazam, the app is still there. Right. Yep, so it is. whereas you can, ju- even from, you know, your lock screen, you can ask your phone what you're listening to.
0: Yep. And then the other service I've used uh, 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 is uh, Pandora. And then of course, Pandora just got purchased not too long ago by SiriusXM. Um, they're going to merge. Um, well, I guess more so, SiriusXM is buying Pandora. Um, mm-hmm. They're, I, I always, they're always an interesting service. They had the free service that everybody would always uh, take advantage of. Yeah, the deal of listening to all the commercials all the time, but uh, sure. Uh, Unfortunately, uh, it was great that uh, being a T-Mobile customer, they were they offered a free one-year uh, the the plus subscription, so I don't have to listen to those commercials. Um, uh, but uh, it's going to be interesting to see where Pandora goes uh, when it comes to um, uh, when it comes to the music because of SiriusXM and SiriusXM SiriusXM, which I know is big in Canada, mm-hmm. uh, is uh, is got a great app themselves too. So I'm going to be curious to see where they merge all that uh, with uh, with the, the iOS devices. You know
1: yeah i'm, I'm kind of curious too i, I I'm, I'm thinking that maybe the the pandora name may actually disappear at some point and it, you know it's 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 small compared to the other players and it's small within sirius xm's uh, whole uh, ecosystem you know it's yeah so i, I think that has the opportunity to uh, possibly just get melted in as well
0: we'll see what happens but uh That's kind of our take on music.
1: Um, uh, One thing I wanted to mention, though, was the Apple Music family plan. Uh, uh, My brother, who is not quite as technologically savvy as me, (laughs)
0: let's
1: say maybe one one hundredth as me, uh, (laughs) you you can have uh, family members spread far and wide. They have to be in the same country, but you can give them, uh, you know, uh, access to all the music in the world. So you know, yeah. for, for it's it's fifteen dollars for me to have m- me and my wife and my son and my brother who lives out in British Columbia who doesn't know anything who still would play um, uh, album not albums but um,
0: yep.
1: cassettes and stuff like oh yeah he still so plays cassettes well he has one in his car so he would
0: <laughs> no way yeah so he he keeps stuff that's great.
1: And, uh, eventually I send him like my old iPod, the biggest, best one they had, like the last version and, uh, okay. and he would just continually <laughs> just loop through all the music that was on there. But <laughs> okay. so once I, once I gave him the, the, the choice of doing that, so he, uh, he ended up buying an iPad and, okay. uh, he just plugs that into a stereo system and he, he'll, he'll often text me, and say, I'm listening to this right now because of you, man, I really appreciate it. I would have never, you know, gotten into this. And so, yeah, if you, if you have less te- technologically savvy friends who are also into music or who may be into music more than they are into yeah. technology, uh, it's, it's a great to gift to give them. I mean, you know, an extra five bucks and you can you know give it to your immediate family as well as, uh, oh, sure. s- some other people who may appreciate it more than you can possibly even imagine.
0: The way I've been doing it is, you know, in the states, it's uh, ninety nine dollars a year. You can buy a, the, the the full year pass, um, and uh, I just share it with my wife, and we just use the same same account. So because she doesn't care as far as differences in music, she can listen to whatever she wants, either way. Um, but doesn't necessarily is concerned about customizing it, uh, of it, because uh, that's it, it. It might be a little more important for you as as far as you know, you having your own feed and your wife and your other family members. Oh, absolutely, uh, yeah, um, yeah. Where I guess. We, so far, we haven't had that that issue. So, so know, the
1: ninety nine dollars will pay just for one for Apple ID to access one Apple the ID
0: music. to access the music. But of course, if I'm listening to something at the same time as she is, then I, then whichever one uh, gets it first, trumps it. So, uh, so it, uh, it, uh, it 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 is a uh, that's the only downfall to it. So, so if you s- for, so,
1: so if you start times. listening to something and then your wife wants to listen to something, she can't, or how does that work?
0: I, I think it, it I don't know if it it overrides it or not or, or it actually if the, the the person who was playing first it'll tell that other person, so, well that's in, it's in use right now. Oh okay. And as soon as the music stops then they could they could take over
1: cuz I remember I went with my Spotify account. I think it was the Spotify account. Yeah. Uh, it would actually cut the other one off assuming that you right. were, you were running this on this device now you want to run it on this device cuz it would just that's it just recently. one person.
0: That's something I probably should try. See, what ah, just a little test, yeah. Yeah, so how, how crazy how crazy can you be here? <laughs> uh, but, but it's all device based, so only one device at a time, which makes sense. Yep. Um, any other things you think of music with uh, with your iOS devices at all?
1: Uh, well, music in general, uh, I have an app called Tabs. Oh, okay. Uh, um, which. Uh, there's a lot of songs that I don't necessarily play in my band, but I just play them here on my couch at a campfire in the summertime. Or so what I, what I do is uh, I will look for a tab and of a song and tabs are basically music charts that you can mm. figure out the chords to songs. And, um, the, the tabs has a, I want to say it has a free version and a it's, pro it's called, T A B S. T B A T A B S. Yeah. And it's it's from the people about who about run the, the, website, the, website, the, website, the website, website called the Ultimate Guitar Tabs. tabs. Oh, okay. So the app is called Tabs, and it's it's they're the king of this as far as iOS to, uh, apps go. Um, I'm assuming they have an Android version of, of it as well. Um, and what you can do, it's amazing, because you can actually listen to the song as you look at not just tabs, which is just the chords. Okay, you're playing a G here and an F here and whatever. You can actually look at uh, actual music notation as it's hmm. playing it, as it's, as, as it's playing the song. Now, the song doesn't sound um like the the radio version or the version that's on the album it's uh, midi bass. so you it's not it doesn't sound exactly but you actually can hear the what notes are playing or what chords are being played and you get to pick whatever instrument you want to hear whether it's the horns or the lead guitar player or the bass or um uh, you know whatever is making notes obviously you wouldn't want the drums in there but um so that's the tabs app that uh, allows you to do that i don't use half of the features that are actually in the app for the most part i just want to know what the chords are to uh that bruce springsteen tune that i was playing at the camper the other day
0: there you go
1: uh, in, in, and you just go in there and you just you favorite whatever ones you want to favorite and then they just show up in kind of like a library of of your tabs so that's one music thing that i use um another one is called Omnituner, which i play a ukulele and guitar and uh, with the Omnituner app, you can uh, pick your instrument and it'll just show the strings of that instrument and then you just tune it that way. Or you, it, you can also tune it based on frequency if you really are tight about uh, being exact. I think it goes to two decimal places as far as the the tolerance of the tuning.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and what else? It does something else I'm not remembering, but that's another um, one that I, I use on a pretty regular basis.
0: Oh, one thing I forgot to mention is that Apple did add, add to the uh, Apple music is the uh, being able to search lyrics and being able to tell you what the song is um, based on that lyric um, so they they've uh, they've really improved their search uh, with, with lyrics in themselves. Um, have you tried that at all?
1: Oh absolutely yeah because yeah. obviously um, I'm gonna say about 80% of the songs that I listen to have the lyrics in the in yeah. the app as you're listening to it. So if you're wondering what they're saying you can actually just scroll up Right. I'll scroll down on the on the play. Uh, you know where you're actually looking at the song that you're playing on your iOS device, and then the lyrics are below there. Usually, uh, not every song. So that's a huge database, right? As far as yeah. lyrics go, and it's it's simple, easy for them just to you know if you're singing something, if you actually get the lyrics right, uh, it, it can find whatever song that is. Sometimes it, it it screws it up, but for the most part, it gets it right.
0: We all love music, and that's what's great about this device. I mean, this. We don't all love all music, us. David. That, that true. Allison doesn't. does it doesn't. That's right, <laughs> Allison. If you're listening, yes, I know we. You do not like music, I, and we've we've talked about that a number of times. I forgot. Not everybody in the world does.
1: It's Anadonia. Let's. I just wanted to throw it up there.
0: That's what it's called, right? Yes. Anadonia, Yes. So, uh, but. Uh, Anyway, yeah, no, I thought this was a great topic to talk with you about since we both are relatively passionate, but I mean, you are as much as I am, as passionate about music. So, mm-hmm.
1: Chicago is a great music city, that's for sure. It,
0: it really is, and uh, the, the blues—they got a lot of blues here, and a lot of a uh, lot of great music here. And uh, yeah, uh, it's uh, yeah, it's it's uh, it's amazing where all of our iOS devices have come from when going back uh, when the iPod first came out.
1: And, sure, yeah, Apple's you know, DNA not, is is based in music, music. yeah.
0: Just thinking back to that history, my first iPod.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> Probably
0: those, had one of those old ones laying around here somewhere.
1: <laughs> those weren't cheap either.
0: No, I mean the first iPod was what five hundred bucks.
1: Five hundred dollars.
0: Yeah, for a for a, for a, for a iPod that was what five gigs that played what a thousand songs if that
1: uh, something like that yeah, yeah. I mean <laughs> I was mean
0: FireWire and it didn't work with and, and it was still <laughs> in its infancy and yeah it is, it's it's boy they've come a long way really. yeah it, five it,
1: gigs now uh, that's not even five songs because you know no, just based on the, the size uh, the, of songs, the, kil- yeah. the kilobits per second so. uh, bit rate and all that kind of stuff that affects the size of songs and
0: yep. yeah
1: the internet's much faster and storage is much more readily available nowadays
0: well i hope you enjoyed everybody enjoyed that discussion because uh, we did and music <laughs> is awesome so it is um, let's uh, move on to a different topic here and um I talked about in the last episode about uh, Google Fi. Google Fi was a great, is a, is a great service and uh, they were only offering Google Fi on uh, select Android devices and specifically it was on the pixel and the uh, Nexus and uh, any of their phones. And then a few other model Android phones. Well, but they did announce last, uh, last time we talked uh, uh, that they're offering the service on the, um, the iPhone now. In fact, um,
1: Yes, you are.
0: I did that on purpose so everybody knew that I was going to grab this. They, uh, they, they, uh, they sent me a sim. I wanted to check it out. So th- you, you could order a free sim from them, uh, from Google, and they will, uh, they will um, allow you to be able to put the sim in a iPhone. All right, what uh, does work with iPhone. Limitations there. There are some limitations evolved but it. will affect the the whole iMessage thing, you know, where iMessage once you went to Android and then you came back, and then you lost getting your iMessage i iMessage messages and mm-hmm. um, you know, and you know you become the green bubble versus the blue bubble. Um, so there are some limitations with it right now. So, but what? But what they
1: tw- plan on making it a, a, a messages uh, compatible.
0: That's the. There, there hasn't been anything specific as of yet. Um, uh, you can go to the comparison chart, and then it'll tell you that there are some limitations. So, All right. the only reason yeah, I bring yeah. only reason I bring up Google Five is because I that's what kind of turned me on to um, uh, what's called eSIM. eSIM is an electronic version of a SIM, not those physical, old style SIMs that we've been putting into our phones for years and years. Um, so, the technology is here. There has been had been some phones that had it, but now uh, Apple did. Included in the phones when they first came out, the X- the 10R, the 10S, and 10S Max, um, but it wasn't enabled uh, when it came out. Uh, so with this new version of the I- of iOS 12.1.1, the update did um, uh, add eSIM support to all three of those phones because uh, the the phones were ready to do that, just weren't ready as of yet for the software. Um, so what we what I did is I put I put a link in the show notes uh, to a support article from Apple on how to be able to use uh, this as a dual SIM. Now think about that. Maybe there are some people out there that want to be able to have two separate phone lines on their phone. Uh, call me crazy, but maybe you have a business line and you have a personal line. You want to keep them on one phone because I see it all the time. I, I don't know if you've seen it. I'm sure you have. Yes, I am, carrying of around three and four and five phones sometimes. <laughs> which is crazy oh we know our best friend barry falk <laughs> he right carries, he carries every phone there is known <laughs> out there it's at least every iphone there is out there uh because he has to stay on top of it because of his job and being in, in mobility right uh, uh but this is going to be a kind of a game changer now you're going to be able to do dual sim uh which you'd have one carrier would be on e-sim and one carrier you can be on with the with the uh the regular physical sim um and it, basically, what an eSIM is, it's a digital SIM that allows you to activate a cellular plan from your carrier without having any physical nano SIM. Um, and it, in it, a number of ways, you can do it. It says you can use one number for business and one number one for personal calls. Like I said, uh, maybe you want a local day, uh, voice plan. Another great op, uh, another great thing to think about. Maybe you want to keep your your personal line in you might be traveling overseas and you want to be able to use uh, uh, services when you're out in, in a different country. Uh, necessarily, I, I mean, when I say different country outside of North America. <laughs> so, cause I think Canada and, uh, and, and cause most of the carriers nowadays, like I have T-Mobile, T-Mobile, I can, I get free coverage in Canada. So, uh, but so that there's some of the reasons why you'd want to do a dual SIM. Um, now you can set it up with your cellular plan uh, by getting a QR code from the carrier. Uh, and uh, the carrier would provide this QR code where you could scan it and it would automatically start the setup process. That's easy. I've gone, yeah, and I've gone through it before on a, on a Pixel and, uh, and the Pixel works awesome. And when, when Google 5 did they did it with that. It just, I, I couldn't believe it. It's just automatic, automatic. So the only thing is right now, that it's very limited in, in at least in the US, um, as far as what carriers go. And let me look in Canada here. Uh, actually, Canada, it says Bell, uh, it says Fido, yeah. Fido.
1: Fido, that's Fido. a flanker uh, brand. So, all the, ma- the major carriers here have each have. Uh, yeah, it looks everybody brand. has them.
0: You've got yeah. five carriers that are that are already locked and loaded. The Lucky Mobile, Rogers, and of course, Rogers, the big one, right? Yeah, Arn Bell, of course. Uh, and Virgin uh, in the U.S. USA is right now. AT&T has it. You can get it now, which I have abandoned. AT&T because I just was not happy with them, so I'm with T-Mobile. Mm-hmm. It does say T-Mobile will have service later this year, um, which which I would think it's the end of this year is, and the end of this month coming up. Here. <laughs> yes,
1: I would assume so. Uh,
0: and Verizon, and uh, so you've got three of the big the big carriers in the U.S. Uh, that are going to be jumping on this. And there's a lot of other carriers around the world um, that. Uh, that have it surprisingly united kingdom only has one carrier in their ee uh i don't uh that that's in the country so uh but looks like uh, north america is represented pretty well
1: pretty well uh, for, i would say for, yeah
0: for for this so uh, being able to have the eSIM, the cool thing is it's going to be you'll be able to label your plans you'll be able to have different uh, s- setups and 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 the setting is right into the into the cellular settings so it's now all programmed into the phone um so it's it's super easy and super uh uh super convenient too so when you go
1: when you go to switch back and forth from one sim to the other sim virtual or not um does your phone have to get shut off and turned back on or just no
0: it just you decide which one you want to use
1: and then it'll just show up in your in your title bar at the top of your phone there yeah
0: primary or secondary as far as which line you're going to use so um, and uh, Apple's got quite a detail here, and if you even look in in the Control Center, when you bring the Control Center down, it actually shows the two carriers listed and their strengths. Um, oh, well, there you go, bam! So, so that's that's super so, easy. So it's it's super easy, and you go into cellular data, you got primary, secondary. Um, so it, uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm pretty stoked about this actually, because uh, you know you never know, you, a lot of a lot of people may be out there who want to. Uh, uh, be able to do this. So
1: Absolutely. Uh, Especially traveling. I would have to think that's, I think that's like, when, I would, when I would be it's, using it for sure. You go into another area of the world and you, you've got this extra phone line. And you don't actually have to buy a cheap burner phone to, to right. you know, stay in contact. You can actually all, have your phone.
0: You know, all those days that you had to have a, uh, another phone with you to, to, to travel overseas, like whether it be in Europe or wherever, across, across the world. Yeah. Um, and it, it, there is even more, there's another link in, the, in that, uh, in the show notes and in the support article about doing, dual sim if you uh, have an apple watch that's cellular which i do not have and I'm too, i don't believe and i think it's kind of overkill honestly um because you have to pay extra for it <laughs> so uh but no i thought i thought that, that i thought it was something that the listeners should uh, should know about and uh i thought it was uh, pretty cool uh that uh, it's it,
1: it's so, being activated in your operating system on your ios device as of today
0: it is as of today's release of 12.1.1 awesome so um I wanted to touch just a sh- briefly a little bit on, on on Siri shortcuts, and you and I had talked before the show about, uh, and this was just definitely a thing. Where it, it, are they really pr- ready for prime time? And and if anybody doesn't know what sor- shortcuts are, is there there were some automated shortcuts that people could to, could create to make things easy on your iOS device. It originally was an app called Workflow. Workflow was owned uh, by a completely different company that that was pr- bought by Apple not about a year ago, and they've now merged it and incorporated it into ios um and uh we have a new link in the short notes that actually there was some there was a shorted shortcuts outage um that uh is on nine to five mac and, uh, and there was an interim fix uh, for that have you have you dabbled in the shortcuts at all uh, i
1: tried yeah i actually yeah. tried to i was pumped about it when ios uh, 12 came out i thought this is something i probably end up using and uh it's just—it's like workflow. It's something that uh, I honestly—I haven't wrapped my head around it. Right. I haven't—I I seem as though I need to be trained for about an hour or two by someone who really knows their stuff uh, in this, and then I could go forward from there. But as far as just uh, the uh, consumer uh, delving into. Shortcuts. It doesn't seem like I think I'm, I'm a relatively tech savvy guy and yeah, I, I yeah. couldn't really get anywhere with it in terms of something I could say. Oh, I want to put this with this and this and I get this result um, that it, comes with uh, suggestions, which right. are they're handy and nice to have. But those are shortcuts that are obviously already uh, been put together. Um, right. Whereas I, maybe I want something that's so. Uh, uh, something specific to my own workflow and I could see myself using it on my iPads uh, specifically, but, um, it, it's not there for me. That's why I asked you about it. Cause this is yeah. in touch with iOS and I'm thinking iOS, yeah, no, no. maybe that David, maybe that David Ginsburg guy knows all about it and he could teach me something, but, uh, that's not the case.
0: I, 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 no, I, well, I do know a little bit of it. I, I mean, there is ways of creating these shortcuts uh, very easily. Um, but I'm the kind of guy with the shortcuts I'd like to just, if I just go into the library, I dabble in some of these shortcuts already in your phone, you know, like shortening your shortening the URL. Uh, you want to do a street view message or add an event or download, don't download your a YouTube video. That that's always the, the very handy uh, app on your iPhone. Uh, because sometimes you want to download that video onto your, onto your phone and watch it, uh, later, later on and not have to depend on the access to do it. Um, I know, um, uh, I know the Apple store app was just updated to check on orders and things like that. So you're going to start seeing a lot oh, of, right. Like- uh, different third-party developers that that'll, that'll uh, be able to um, uh, be able to go through and, and do that. So, th- like I said, there was an article about uh, about the shortcuts having some problems, um, and there are some instructions in there. In that, uh, if you run into some problems with those specific shortcuts that you that you have created, I will look to, to, to kind of dabble in this in, in another episode um, and awesome. uh, see see if uh, so we can come up with some. Good I, I look
1: very I look very forward to that. One shortcut that I did uh, that I was curious about was the ability to click on a link in a text or an email and not open up safari but open up a, an alternative browser.
0: I have not seen that shortcut. Uh,
1: it's it, it exists. So I yeah. went looking for that one and someone I, oh, it was Google obviously. <laughs> they want you of to course. use they want of course. you to use Chrome of course. Yeah. And course. I do use Chrome. Do you what what do you use uh, on a regular basis? As far much as I up?
0: use, I use Safari. Um, I do have, um, I do have um, Firefox, and I, I have, you know, you got uh, them all, probably. You got them all because I have lots of space. I can put do. Do, these do you browsers. have
1: Microsoft Edge?
0: I actually do have it on there. We uh, <laughs> do. That, that was a whole other. That was a whole discussion uh, uh, that they're looking to revamp their Edge uh, browser to Chromium. So they're pretty much going to build Edge on the on the Chrome platform, which was I thought very interesting.
1: Can't beat them, join
0: them. but that's a whole another topic. Yes. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I just wanted to dabble that, into that a little bit. Okay. Um, as we're getting close to the end of the show here, I wanted to make sure I didn't forget any any other tips or um, uh, gear that you mentioned. I saw your you saw your uh, gear your app here that you mentioned. I wasn't able to find it or Google it, so tell us tell us about it. Uh, it's it's called Audio Record Pro.
1: Audio Record Pro, yes. So I am going to be. Uh... Recording audio with some video. So I wanted yeah. I wanted the, the, the best program that I could just plug my microphone into and uh, and just have it record everything that I record. And yet I want something that I can just have nearby and hit the stop and or the pause button or whatever mm-hmm. and, and do different takes. And I don't want to have a uh, a learning curve that's too big. And I want this recording to be as long as I want it to be. Uh, that, that's oftentimes a limitation with some recording apps out there. You can only record for 59 minutes, some arbitrary amount of time. Um, so this app does that and the ability to play um, a- any kind of audio file you can imagine. And it also exports to uh, multiple formats and allows you to put that uh, audio file anywhere Mm -hmm. uh soundcloud dropbox everything it's all incorporated into this uh this app and the interface seems to be pretty cool
0: and this is this is an ios device ios app
1: yeah i'm my plan is is to record the the audio for my video thing that i'm going to have going onto my ipad um via a lavalier microphone and that's that's going to be my
0: setup Okay, I'm going to have to get that in the show notes because uh, I'll have to look in the app store to find that so everybody can see yeah I think
1: it. I think if you look for it, it sends you to the app store. There's just a link on a very mundane web page
0: okay, and uh, that does that for both iPhone and iPad? or just iPhone. Yeah
1: no yeah it's uh, it's for both. Okay, great. Well, yeah, it is great. I, I really like it a lot. It looks great on the iPad. So it's it's nice mm-hmm. to be able to have multiple recordings and, you know, have a nice big list of stuff. And it allows you the naming thing. It's just it's full featured. It's a it definitely is a pro app. Um, yeah.
0: Okay, for sure. We'll have to check it out,
1: um, and, and as far as a tip goes, do, do you want tips now? you gonna
0: go yeah. If you want to throw, I, I was gonna do my. Let me do my. uh my yeah, pick go ahead. Here for okay. for this, and I don't know if you're familiar with this. This uh, this is a, it was an interesting uh, concept, being able to uh, put your uh, Mac on an image on your iPad. And of course, they had the server. They had an app called Duet Display, which I have dabbled in for many years. And I believe they're coming out with a new version of this too, similar because they had to compete. But because Duet Display, you had to use your Lightning uh, cable, plug it into your Mac to be able to uh, project your Macs and use it as a dual screen. Well, this company is called Luna Display, and they have this amazing little hardware solution that's about the size of a that's probably about the size of your thumb thumbnail, and it plugs plugs into one of your USB-C ports and it turns any any ipad into a true wireless second display for your mac and i, I just got it the other day and i started playing with it uh, uh, a little bit and uh this thing is pretty amazing it, it it really you can have your 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 display right on your on your ipad and be able to have it in dual screen be able to access it very very cool uh way of doing it again i got the link in the show notes uh, it's not that terribly expensive it was like 79.99 um and uh I thought it was a, a pretty cool pretty cool thing and then they do have versions for both uh, the latest uh, Macs as well as uh, the older ones with the mini display port too
1: so um, um, the Mac from what I read about this uh, it, yeah. the Mac recognizes it as a second display whereas the other thing that was going on before was kind of like a little workaround right
0: right because it would be it'd be it was kind of like what you you, you hooking up your iPhone to right uh, so so you can play, so you can display it on QuickTime um, well, a Duet Display would uh, do it the same way, but they would image the, the Mac uh, screen onto your iPad. Uh, but this is wireless, and that's what's what's key, so you can move your iPad around and not be locked to a wire.
1: So, uh, to get this straight, so you can mirror it and you can use it as a extended display, basically?
0: Correct. You can yeah. do both. Yeah. yeah. You can mirror it or, or, or uh, extend it, so pretty slick stuff here
1: yeah that's cool to have for sure another display is uh, always comes in handy in many different situations
0: all right if you, you say you have some tips i'm i'm uh, welcome to keep uh, a couple in there or one tip okay make sure you put in the show notes here so go ahead and go for it let, let us know about it
1: oh right i didn't put in the show notes sorry about that um this is something that i just recently found out and that's the cool thing about tips right you yeah, find exactly. them out and you just pass them along Uh, I did not know that with the latest version of the operating system, you are able to, you probably knew this, um, have an alternative uh, appearance. So someone else's face can open up your phone.
0: Oh, yeah, yes. Yes, we did talk about it, but no, please. I'm glad you found it. it Tell us.
1: Yeah, so you just go into uh, settings and face ID and passcode. You got to obviously sign in, uh, put in your code, and then... uh, in, somewhere in the middle of the screen, there it's going to say "set up an alternative appearance," and it's you're going to give it to whoever you trust with, the, the oh, access. Your wife, <laughs> your wife, or, or your partner, whoever, yeah, and someone that uh, you know who, who may not know your or be able to remember your passcode in case something happens to you. You want to have them easily be able to to get into your phone. Obviously, that's not for everybody, and there's people out there who have trust issues. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Yep>. oh, yeah,
1: <laughs> but uh, but I, that was just something that I found cool. That I thought, well, that's going to be easy well, for for my better half to you know to get into my phone, so she doesn't always have to remember my passcode, sure. which I which I change. I'd like to change it up every once in a while, uh, just for security sake.
0: Yeah, absolutely. All right, well, that was a great tip. I'm going to make sure that that gets in the show notes, and uh, everybody is aware of it. So uh, let me wrap up the show here, and uh, we're going to find out a little bit more about you right at the end of this wrap up, uh, and what you have coming as well. So. Well, that's a wrap for this week. Please send your comments, questions, and suggestions to our email address at feedback at intouchwithios.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at InTouchWithIOS. You can also subscribe to us in your favorite podcatcher. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, and even TuneIn Radio. Or better yet, go to our website, intouchwithios.com, where all the links are there that you can click to listen to us on our website. And I am Dave Ginsburg, and you can find me on Twitter at DaveG65. And I want to I want to really thank my guest uh, Mike Laplante here. And Mike, I'm going to give you an opportunity to plug away and tell us what your next endeavor is before we close up here.
1: Uh, well, uh, as some people may or may not know, I was a podcast for a really long time. Was really into the Apple tech scene, and sure. uh, and it was it was great. But it has morphed into something that I don't feel the same passion about that I used to. And uh, that's
0: why I'm here. <laughs>
1: that's that's right. you you, you, got, you got to hand it off, hand the baton off. But another passion that I do have is wine. Yes. And uh, I, we have a friend we talked about earlier, Barry Falk. He's also another big uh, wine guy as well. And he's right. one of the many people who uh, have inspired me to uh, start a YouTube channel. So that's what I'm doing. I'm starting a YouTube channel. It's going to be called um, The Average Wine Enthusiast. And so that I'm going to be taking you uh, on my journey to uh, through what I've learned over the years of uh, drinking lots of wine. And that's the only way you can right. learn about something is drinking lots of wine. So uh, probably look at the, for, uh, the first one around the beginning of the year. Uh, awesome. The the start of this has been delayed by a few personal things sure. in my life, but uh, well, of course. It's, happens. It, it happens. Yeah. So uh, yeah, maybe sometime in January I'll, I'll come up with the first one. I'm not exactly sure what the frequency of it will be. We'll see how good of a video editor uh, I am, or maybe, <laughs> maybe if I come into some money, I can pay somebody to do that.
0: Do, do you have the channel set up yet, or are you still working on that?
1: I do have it set up, but uh, okay. don't go there because there's, nothing, there. there's nothing. There's there. nothing there. <laughs> okay,
0: uh, we'll make sure we'll have at least the name of it in the show notes for you, so everybody will be aware of it. So um, when uh, it comes time to check it out, uh, you'll be able to. Check his new show out. I can't. Well,
1: wait. can I come back on the show maybe later? Well,
0: on? Of course, you can goof <laughs> all the times you had me on Our chart Radio. I mean, that's the least I could do. <laughs> <laughs> No, but if anybody didn't know yeah uh mike did host uh i chart radio and i, I really want to thank him for he really inspired me even more with this podcast uh, by being on his show every six weeks and had a blast and got to meet all my friends and all the folks that you're getting to listen to uh with uh, with guests here so yep um uh, and uh, we're, uh, and I, in fact, I can tell you who our, my guest is going to be for next week. Uh, I have I've already lined it up. Um, it's going to be Mr. Frederick Van Johnson, who's from uh, this week in photo. So he'll be on the show next week. So I just wanted to give that heads up to everybody as well.
1: So. Can't wait! He's awesome. He knows yeah. a lot about taking photos. That's yes. Yeah, so
0: we're going to we're going to have a new an episode on nothing but iOS photography. I think I'll have no problems filling an hour of that. So, no problem at all, <laughs> and, and, and then some with with Frederick. So we're looking forward to it. So. With that, I thank you for listening. Please stay subscribed and I and thanks for listening.